What is up, Janksters? It's your boy, Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet. And today we have the first edition of Overthinking MTG for 2023. So happy new year, everyone. It is upon us, it's happening. And you know what? It's gonna be a good one, doggone it. And today I actually wanna talk about a card that I just discovered in my like bulk collection yesterday. Um, Actually, no, I guess it was early this morning because it was after midnight. Like, I fell in love with this card literally about 12 hours ago as of this recording, and I just think it's neat, and I want to share it with you because it's a bad card that could be the best card in your deck depending on what the goal is. So, to rewind a little bit, a little bit of story time. I had the distinct privilege of joining my buddy Astral's Flame, fellow landlord, uh, over on his Twitch channel, playing a little bit of Commander uh, to ring in the new year. And I brought my favorite deck, uh, which is Ten of the Harvester, because this is actually the first time, so Astros and I hang out all the time on, you know, each other's channels and, um, you know, we chat on Discord and the, those types of things, but we hadn't really had a chance to play over Spell Table before, um, and, you know, as a result, like, I wanted to bring my deck. You know, this is the one that, like, this, I believe, encapsulates my play style, and it's my favorite, so I'm going to bring it. And throughout the course of the game, I drew a ton of my setup pieces and a ton of, like, ramp pieces, but I didn't draw any of my payoffs. And so, in short, like, my deck just kind of didn't really do the thing. Like, I did get 10 up online. I got to smack some people and reanimate some stuff. So, like, okay, I got a big dragon out. It was able to shake up the board a little bit. Like, I wasn't a non-factor in the game. I didn't just sit on my hands. But it, my engine that I was trying to build didn't really fire. And I found myself kind of, you know, because what I'm trying to do with that deck is get creatures with strong enter the battlefield triggers to, like, enter the battlefield and then sacrifice them for value and then recur them out of my graveyard over and over and over and over and over again. That's what I'm trying to do in that deck, and I just, it, it was nowhere near that. And so I was like, all right, I need to clearly dial it in a little bit. I need to change this around, lower my ramp, you know, the amount of ramp spells I have in there. Maybe I don't need Farseek, Cultivate, Kodama's Reach, Sakura Tribuilder, Farhaven Elf, and Wood Elves. I might be able to take a couple of those out and it'll be okay. Um, and I did. I took out Kodama's Reach. I took out Cultivate because they don't really fit the theme of, like, creatures entering doing stuff. But in that sequence, creatures are also dying. And so I was trying to find, like, okay, what are some cool cards that are, that either have good end of the battlefield trigger or death triggers that I can leverage for value. And as I was looking through, so after the game, I was kind of, I was inspired. I was hot on this. And so I started dig, dug, digging through my bulk. And yes, this is after a new year's game of commander. So it's like one in the morning while I'm doing this. And I stumbled across a card that I was unaware of. Like, I, I mean, I had it. So I clearly had looked at it at some point in the past, but I didn't remember it. And that is Veteran Explorer. And uh, Veteran Explorer is shocking to me. I, as I read it, I was like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. This is perfect. It is a creature, human soldier scout, 1-1 one, one for one green. When Veteran Explorer dies, each player may search their library for up to two basic land cards and put them onto the battlefield. Then each player who searched their library this way shuffles it. Now... This card is bad if your goal is to primarily win the games of magic that you're playing because it is a symmetrical benefit. You're giving your opponent two lands in addition to you yourself receiving two lands. Uh, that said, if I were to sacrifice Veteran Explorer to something like an Ashdod's Altar, 
I get the two mana from the altar, then I go grab two lands, put them out of the battlefield untapped, mind you. I now have four mana to work with that I didn't have before, that I just materialized out of nothing. So the amount of ramp you could theoretically get off this is amazing. Add something like Kaya's Ghost Form or Journey to Eternity, that recurs the veteran explorer out of the graveyard so you can sacrifice it again and go grab even more lands is pretty fantastic. Now, the downside, you're ramping the rest of the pod alongside yourself. That is generally considered a very, very, very bad thing because you're giving your opponents an incredible advantage. Additionally, if you are establishing yourself as the arch enemy at the table, if you have a strong combo that is capable of winning the game, by giving your opponents multiple lands that are entering untapped, you're giving them an opportunity to interact with your stuff even if they had previously been tapped out. That is very dangerous. So you have to be aware of that. Now, I mentioned earlier, it's a bad card if your goal is to win games. When I play Commander, my goal is never to win the game. Believe it or not. Well, I guess that's not exactly accurate. I am trying to win the game with my plays, but that is always secondary or even tertiary to the primary goal of having fun. I want to have a good, fun, memorable experience with my friends or some of my new friends. In the case of like Voidin and EK, who I was playing with in that uh, pod last night, I didn't know either of them particularly well going into it. Uh, but I got to say, they're a couple of really cool dudes. And we had a lot of fun and we shared some laughs and we had a memorable experience. And it turns out, I think we were all kind of on the same page when it came to Commander. Um, in our little Rule Zero conversation going into the game, I even said like, just heads up guys, I do have some board wipes in here. And the response wasn't, ugh, all right, this again. The response was, oh, so it sounds like you built your deck correctly or you built your deck like in a functional way. <laughs> okay, cool. Like, so we're on the same page with this. Awesome. Um, you know, things like that is, is like, so they weren't afraid of interaction. They were interested in creating cool combos and creating interesting scenarios and making these board states that were very weird. And that's exactly what ended up happening. And we had situations where multiple players who are theoretically opponents throughout the course of the game who were creating combos off of each other's cards in like crazy bizarre fashions and it got weird and delightful and so even though i was doing kind of the like my engine didn't get fired at all however i had a fun memorable time as i watched these other decks go off now do I, would I prefer to like be in the mix rather than just be the guy with the dragon who's going pow pow sometimes sure and I modified the deck so hopefully I can be more in tune with what's going on. And Veteran Explorer is a phenomenal card if that's your goal. If your goal is to create an environment on the board where everybody gets an opportunity to pop off and do something unique and fun, this is excellent because you're giving your opponents additional land drops so you can get to the weird later game stuff faster, like significantly faster. Two lands is a big deal and it's coming off of a one drop. So that's amazing. And you're getting there and your opponents are getting there. And you as the controller, if you're in, I mean, my deck is kind of an aristocrats style deck where I am gonna be sacrificing my creatures for value. I have some level of control as to the timing of when those lands enter the battlefield. So I can time it so it's advantageous for me, but I am giving my opponents some resources to work with. I like that. I like that a lot. And I think Veteran Explorer is kind of the epitome of that. There's some other cards that have this kind of group hug mentality that can be used to really good effect. 
classics like Howling Mine, um, you know, or Saizan, the Perverter of Truth, which is one of my favorite uh, EDH cards of all time, they just draw your opponent's additional cards, but you're drawing cards as well. So the whole idea is we all draw together, and as a result, we all have action in our hands. We're not like we're trying to minimize mana screw. Uh, we're trying to encourage people to have spells to cast. That way the game can happen. So cards like this that uniformly ramp everybody or uniformly card, you know, draw cards, I think is excellent. I'm a big fan of these kinds of effects in the commander pods that I participate in. And so kind of going into the new year, looking at the future of kind of my favorite deck, I'm looking at ways to tweak it and modify it so that it can facilitate gameplay in a fun, interesting way. And Veteran Explorer was an immediate include. Um, fun fact, another one that uh, I, I'm a big fan of um, is uh, Fecundity. Uh, that one also got added in, just as a little bit of an aside. It's an enchantment for three, two and a green. Whenever a creature dies, that creature's controller may draw a card. As somebody who's sacrificing their creatures for a lot of value, I'm drawing a lot more than everybody else, but whenever many of my opponents have a creature that dies, they're also drawing cards. So if another person at the table is rocking sacrifice outlets for value, I'm going to give them a little bit more. Uh, and otherwise, if people are running aggro and things are dying in combat, you're drawing cards, fill those hands. Everybody gets their hands full. They get interaction. They get their engine. Let's have some fun. So I'm a big believer in group hug elements in Commander. I think they lead to fun, dynamic gameplay. And that's ultimately, it, it has to be the point. Some of my most fond EDH memories, I can't even tell you who won the game because it didn't matter. And I think that's important and we need to keep that in mind. So Veteran Explorer, terrible card, but I love it. And I wanted to start the year with my style of jank. And this is going to be the style of jank that I lean into when it comes to Commander moving forward in 2023. So thanks so much for checking out the podcast. I appreciate it. This has been an edition of the Overthinking MTG podcast available on YouTube, as well as anywhere fine podcasts are sold. And of course, by sold, I mean available for free. <laughs> so thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll catch you on the next one.